What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Big Junior 93, aka Lone Wolf Kid, and I'm back with a brand new episode. Um, I know I was gonna, I said I was gonna be posting every Monday a new episode, uh, but last week I did not do that, and this time it was on purpose. I actually didn't have anything come up where I couldn't do it. It's just literally, I literally purposely pushed it back because we're in the middle of the World Series, and um, Sunday could have been the last game for the World Series, and it wasn't. The Astros forced to game uh, six and extended the World Series, so I wanted to wait to see uh, who would win it. That way we can talk about it. And um, so, yeah, I did, I did it on purpose. I'm sorry for all the people who've been asking me, you said every Monday, sir. <laughs> you were going to have an episode every Monday, sir. You said that. I know. I, I guess I should have. Um, mentioned it on Facebook and Twitter that uh, the episode, an episode was going to be pushed back uh, because of the World Series, and um, but really only give us more to talk about <laughs> for this episode. Yeah, <laughs> come on, guys. I'm just trying to make content here. <laughs> but anyways, how are you guys doing? I am doing okay. I'm doing great. Um, not too too great though. You know. Um, I'm in the middle of going through things right now, uh, and when I say things, I mean uh, moving, packing all my shit, and moving out. <laughs> uh, kind of being forced to leave, and it's for good reasons uh, to help out a friend of mine. And then, uh, so I'm moving back in with my parents. Uh, I I kind of debated on whether or not to make this episode, but since I already pushed the last one back. Uh, I needed to do this one, and uh, I mean, because I'm in the middle of packing all my stuff too, so my my laptop was actually packed up, I was like, you know what, let me go ahead and make this episode, uh, next week we should be good to go at the new place, so I wouldn't have to worry about it, and um, and plus, you know, Thanksgiving is two, weeks away, two weekends away, and uh, I didn't want to have like another month-long episode, or a month-long wait for a new episode, you know. And uh, especially when we have a lot to talk about it right now. And uh, so yeah, that's the thing. That's that's the thing going on right now. And um, a good friend of mine too asked me yesterday, "Yo, are you gonna put a new episode out? Cause like I need to listen whenever I'm at work. <laughs> it's boring at my job, and I need someone to listen to." <laughs> so I was like, "You know what? I wasn't going to, but I am just for you. So everybody, you can thank Adrian Tusios." For, uh, for this episode sponsored by Adrian Tufus. No, I'm just playing. Uh, I wish. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, here we are. Uh, last weekend, didn't really do much because, you know, the World Series was going on and I was listening to it. No, you mean watching, Julie? No, I was listening to it. <laughs> I don't have live TV on my uh, PlayStation 4 or anything like that. I don't, I don't have cable or anything like that. Uh, so I listened through my phone on the ESPN app. Um, and, uh, it was sad. <laughs> that last game was sad. But, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that later. But, yeah, that's what I did this, uh, last week. And then, also, I was grinding on Apex rank, uh, to hit, to at least hit platinum before the new season started. Uh, new season started on Tuesday. This past Tuesday, just, just passed. And, uh, obviously, because it said past Tuesday. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's that's what I was doing uh, last week, and then this weekend that just passed. Uh, so yesterday, Saturday, um, I went over to a friend's house, invited us over to meet one of his friends, uh, and um, 
yeah, we were just, the whole friend group was together, uh, just chilling, vibing, eating food, and, uh, meeting a new person, and, um, they were cool, I liked them, um, but yeah, that's all we did, uh, I actually stayed up till, well, technically it was four in the morning, but the, with the time being pushed back, it was actually three in the morning, <laughs> and, um, that fucked up my sleeping schedule real bad, and that's why today, here on Sunday, I didn't really get up out of bed till like three in the afternoon, <laughs> like, I would wake up, uh, and, like, I would wake up, but then, like, after watching you, a couple of minutes of YouTube, I literally would go back to sleep, because I've actually been tired, like, you know, because I've been getting all this stuff, this room, uh, emptied out, uh, and it's not like I had a lot of stuff either, because most of my stuff was already packed anyways from the first time I moved in, because I never took anything out, and, um, but yeah, your boy's been tired, and then work has been, eh, I mean, it's not, it hasn't been stressful, it hasn't been busy, but it's work, you know, nobody wants to be there, <laughs> and, um, I'm actually gonna start this, uh, episode a little bit different, because, uh, despite, you know, me having categories for this podcast, you know, such as TV, music, video games, and sports, uh, I have random news, <laughs> uh, like, I didn't, I didn't know how to word it. I didn't know if I should create a separate segment for it. I mean, it's not a whole lot, but you know, it's just things that just happened that I think is worth talking about. Um, so one thing that happened over these past two weeks or two weekends, whatever you want to say. Um, one thing that happened is that uh, Facebook's parent company name is now called Meta. Its social media services include Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp will fall under the Meta umbrella. That's right. Uh, Facebook is planning on changing their name. Uh, it was going to be Meta, be Meta uh, M-E-T-A. But Facebook learned that there's already another company named Meta. And they want to uh, the current company that's named meta wants 20 million for the 20 million for the name if facebook really wants the name which is fucking crazy <laughs> uh facebook naming rebrand to meta might hit a snag as a pc company called meta has recently filed a trademark for the brand name they say they'll potentially give it up for 20 million dollars um don't know how bad facebook wants to be called that called meta i mean they already have a logo as well but i mean is it really that important to, to have that name <laughs> i mean i don't think so just come up with a different name <laughs> you save 20 million dollars or unless you want to be lazy don't want to have to rework everything 20 million dollars is a payday and you have everything that you need to continue to move forward i mean it's a 50 50 of what you should do <laughs> uh, and then one more other news um, Elon Musk says he'll sell Tesla stock and donate the proceeds if the UN can prove that 6 billion will solve world hunger uh, for those who do not know um, who was it it was uh, it was the UN the uh, the UN had stated that uh, 2% of Elon Musk's wealth could help save 42 million starving people. Uh, and then Elon took to Twitter to suggest he'd give them the money 
If the UN's World Food Program could describe exactly how six billion dollars will solve world hunger, um, so that's something new. Like uh, when somebody calls out a rich person, like, "Hey, you could be doing this and this with your money, but you're not." Elon Musk said, "Okay, give me a plan of how you're going to do things, and then I'll support it." Because, uh, yeah, because Elon Musk, uh, Elon Musk threw a challenge. At the United Nations over the weekend, and uh, what was, was like the uh, last weekend, not this weekend at his pet, but last weekend. <laughs> but uh, it was not about the companies or his current favorite uh, favorite of uh, the Dogecoin, but about something as serious as uh, global hunger. Uh, and in response to the United Nations World Food Program director David Beasley, who told CNN that. Uh, that a one-time payment of 2% wealth of Musk or billionaires alike can solve world, uh, solve global hunger. Uh, Musk agreed or kind of agreed to give his money, but only if the UN comes up with the right strategy. I mean, it sounds like a fair deal. If you have a plan, I mean, because you can't just... You can't just randomly say, hey, this guy has all the fucking money to solve all this fucking problem. Without having a plan or proof that he can actually do it, so that's why I mean it's also an investment for Elon Musk. If they can prove and provide a plan of how to solve this problem, he's willing to do it. He's willing to pay for it, help the people, people who do not have everything, you know. <laughs> But I don't know. I, I think that was just some good random news to talk about um, before we started the. The program, because <laughs> I mean we have some uh, cool things to talk about. A lot in movies, to be honest. And um, but yeah, let's get right into the program. The release for season two of The Witcher is upon us. December 17th is the day that season two of The Witcher drops on Netflix. For those of you who have not seen it or do not know what it is, um, it's based on a video game, which I think that video game is based on a comic or story. Um, and it's uh, very confusing. Uh, at least season one is. I watched it. And uh, I had no idea what was going on or how it was working because it kept jumping back and forth uh, with flashbacks and whatnot. So uh, I literally like need to either rewatch it or go on YouTube and watch an explaining of this of the show to to know exactly what's happening. Uh, but yeah, for all you other fans that love it, that love the game, love the story. Uh, The Witcher season two coming December 17th on Netflix. Marvel reportedly has major Blade plans for Disney Plus Moon Knight. Um, more than likely, uh, Marvel has a plan where Blade is gonna appear in the show Moon Knight. I can't remember when this show is supposed to be coming out, uh, but it's supposed to be coming out on Disney Plus. Um, but yeah, Marvel rumor teases Blade's appearance in Disney Plus Moon Knight show, which I believe is supposed to come up before the movie because they are making a Blade movie as well. 
and uh, yeah and uh, we really don't have a lot for TV news um, but are you ready for more Tiger King Netflix just released the trailer for the second season Tiger King 2 would uh, drop on the trailer drops on Netflix and uh, so yeah I mean I started watching the first Tiger King season I guess you could call it season one um, I never finished it because I was watching with my little sister uh, whenever she would come over and uh, we never finished it um, I never went back into watching it because I didn't want to watch it without her plus I kept falling asleep <laughs> during the show uh, so uh, maybe I need to finish that before you know season two comes out so I can know exactly what's going on because in other news with that show Carol Baskin sues Netflix over Tiger King 2 uh, the reason why is uh, her and her husband filed a lawsuit against Netflix that claims Netflix is using footage of Baskin and her big cat rescue uh, that was allowed for the first Tiger King season unlawfully for uh, season two. Though the injunction to stop the season from airing has already been denied, her reasons for suing Netflix appeared to largely revolve around the negative depiction of her in the first season and the trailer for Tiger King 2 once again painting her as a villain. Um, she, I guess she really doesn't like how she's being portrayed uh, in the show and uh, I mean of course it's uh, it's understandable you know nobody wants to be a villain in story but you know I mean I haven't like I said I haven't seen the whole thing. I know she tries to take down, uh, what's that guy's name? I don't even know the guy's name, but the guy who's supposed to be the Tiger King, I guess. And um, and there was rumors too that <laughs> a lot of people thought or think that she killed her first husband. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, obviously she didn't win it because they said she was denied um, for the canceling of season two. It's still gonna go on as far as when is it going to drop I do not know uh, they did not say but um, yeah get ready for Tiger King season 2 guys <laughs> all right moving on to the movie section I want to start with all these horror movies uh, they uh, the IGN has uh, that believe that they believe are the best modern horror movies. I want to start with this because, of course, um, two weekends ago it was Halloween, and that's the reason why I saved this to talk about it. But of course, the episode was pushed back because of the World Series, so you could blame the World Series for this. <laughs> but uh, yeah, IGN has a list of uh, horror movies. That they think are the best modern horror movies. The 21st century has been a good time for horror fans. And uh, these are uh, IGN picks for the best of the best that horror cinema had to offer over the last 21 years. Uh, so, at number 9. Wait, there's not even number 10. That's weird. Um, <laughs> but uh, at number 9, they have His House. Uh... His house is a movie about a Nigerian. I want to say his Nigerian family. I know the family's from Africa, but they moved to London um, 
to, for, to seek refuge and uh, but apparently they've done something wrong or something bad where evil spirit follows them and pretty much is trying to kill them uh, for uh, taking something that didn't really belong to them I seen the movie a long t- a while back I can't remember exactly how it really goes but that's the gist of it and uh, it was okay it was it wasn't that scary to be honest it had jump scares yes uh but i mean to be honest actually no it didn't never mind i'm lying (laughs) but yeah i mean it was okay it wasn't that bad Uh, at number eight they have the descent um i never seen that movie i'm not i'm not a really big horror fan guys because i like i i mean i'll tell you straight up i'm a bitch when it comes (laughs) to scary movies to horror movies but uh yeah i'm not i'm not really a big fan uh, at number seven, they have It Follows. At number six, 28 Days Later. I heard this was a really scary movie or, or a really good movie. I actually been wanting to watch it, but like I said, I'm too much of a bitch to actually watch it. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. Maybe one day when there's a lot of light uh, during the day on my day off, <laughs> I'll, I'll take a gander at it. At, at number five, they have The Witch. Which is also surprising another movie I've been wanting to see because a lot of people say it's good. Um, number four, they have the Babadook, and um, the cover itself just is horrifying. <laughs> I don't even like looking at it with a little guy with a top hat looking at me. It's yeah, yeah, no, no, thank you. <laughs> at number three, they have uh, wait. At number three, they have Let the Right One In. At number two, they have Hereditary. Now, Hereditary is actually a movie I've seen in theaters. Uh, this girl wanted to go out, I guess on a date, I guess you could say. And uh, she, I took her to the movies. I let her pick the movie. And she picked that movie, Hereditary, when it came out. I was like, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> she's about to see my true colors because it's supposed to be a horror movie, scary movie, and I don't do well. And especially at the theaters, it, it's it's only the second movie at that well at that time when I went to go see it. It was only the second movie horror movie that I've seen in theaters. First one was uh, uh, what's it called, The Conjuring. I went to go see that with my dad, and uh, it wasn't that bad because I was actually laughing at the movie. There was funny parts in it, and then but coming back to here, Hereditary, it was actually not that scary until they got to the end of the movie. <laughs> at the end of the movie that's when i was like really freaking out and it's it's an okay movie it's it's not that bad uh, but like i said it doesn't really scare you into like the last 30 minutes i want to say 30 minutes i'm not exactly sure about the time but the last 30 minutes maybe even longer than that it's it's a ride for sure <laughs> and uh and the number one that they have ranked is get out now I know this is a movie uh, directed by Jordan Peele. Uh, I've been wanting to see it too. I didn't know it was a horror movie. I just thought it was a, like a storytelling movie uh, where things go bad. Uh, I guess that's a horror movie, right? <laughs> I, I don't know how movies go. <laughs> but um, but yeah, number one they have Get Out. I've never seen it, but I need to. I really need to. <clears throat> Moving on to other news. Uh, prepare for ignition. Lightyear is going to be a movie based on the love character Buzz Lightyear. Uh, 
Disney Pixar is working on it. Uh, Chris Evans is going to be the voice of Buzz. Well, actually, I don't even know that's his name. Um, because apparently uh, a, a lot of people think that it's a movie not about Buzz, but about a movie actor in that universe, in the Toy Story universe. That, how do I explain it? So you know how we have like, uh, what's, uh, like, uh, who's, I can't remember names. Robert Patterson. He's playing Batman. He's an actor. He's playing the gig, right? And he's dressed as Batman. Then they make toys out of him. And those toys are based on his character. And that's what a lot of people are saying that Buzz Lightyear is. Who Buzz Lightyear is. He's based on a, on a character in a movie. Uh, in that Toy Story universe. If that makes does that make sense? I I hope it does. <laughs> I hope it does. But yeah, uh, Disney is working on that, and uh, that's going to be exciting to see. <clears throat> Ava Duver Duvernay of Ava Duvernay hints that the Snyder Cut is to blame for the new God's cancellation. Uh, speaking speaking with Andy Cohen, DuVernay said, I loved New Gods, which is the project that got axed. The studio decided that they did not want to pursue a certain part of that comic world based on some things that were going on with another film in the world, and he believes that the Snyder Cut Justice League is a reason for that. Uh, New Gods is supposed to be a comic story of NDC with Adjusted League and all that. But um, a lot of people liked Standard Cut the most because it was dark, edgy, and it was an actually good movie. I never seen any of it. Not even the original Justice League. I mean, it just didn't look interesting to me. I think I had to do more with me watching Batman and Superman and that I felt like the movie was dumb. <laughs> so I never watched any of it. I mean, Wonder, Wonder Woman was a movie I watched. When I watched the second one, it was not that great. And uh, I just think that DC needs to hire better directors for, the, for their movies. The Snyder Cut apparently was the best DC movie in a long time. So why not have him create the story and the plotline to make DC become just as big as Marvel. I think they should. But, you know, I don't work for them and it's not up to me. <laughs> it's not up to me. Chris Pratt is to voice Garfield in a new animated movie. Appropriately announced on a Monday, which was last Monday. Uh, actually, no, not last Monday. Two Mondays ago, right? Yes. Not, to the, not today, Monday. Or tomorrow, Monday. I'm lost. <laughs> but no. Uh, yeah, Chris Pratt, who is actually who's also the voice of Mario, will voice Garfield in an upcoming animated feature from Sony Pictures. Uh, this guy is just getting a whole lot of work done. Um, or a lot of work uh, movie gigs. Uh, to, to be honest, I mean, Mario as Chris Pratt as Mario, I don't know how that's going to sound. Of course, you know, people can always change their voice and it makes it unique, whatever. Yeah, maybe we'll love it. Uh, but Garfield 2 is... I don't know, I guess it kind of works. But, uh, I mean, I haven't seen a Garfield movie in a long time. Or a show either. But, um, I don't know. We'll see how they make it work. 
Donkey Kong movie starring Seth Rogen reportedly in development. Seth Rogen has already been confirmed to voice Donkey Kong as a side character in the upcoming Super Mario Bros. movie and will reportedly reprise the role for a solo film. It's going to be interesting to see that because the only thing I know of Donkey Kong is having his own video game. Uh, and even at that, there's Diddy Kong and the other girl Kong. I don't know her name. I forget her name. Is it Daisy? I might be wrong. But yeah, Seth Rogen's getting a solo movie as Donkey Kong. Of course, it's animated. So, uh, But we'll see him in that and Super Mario Brother movie that also Chris Pratt is in. Sounds weird. Maybe weird. But we'll see what happens. Chris Columbus wants to direct Harry Potter and the Cursed Child movie with original trio. Chris Columbus, the director of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone and the Chamber of Secrets, wants to adapt the Cursed Child stage play into a film, using the original three actors saying the kids are actually the right age to play those roles. Uh, the, the Cursed Child is an extra Harry Potter book after the Harry Potter series that uh, J.K. Rowling, it is J.K. Rowling, right? Yeah, J.K. Rowling wrote. Um, I mean, I don't see why not. I mean, they're supposed to be parents in that book. I mean, and they are older now. So I don't see why not. Why that wouldn't work. It should work. Because why not? Black Adam will have a very high kill count. Uh, Black Adam is edgy, right? That's going to be a PG... 13 movie where it is where it was very much like wait what i i'm hold on i'm reading this and processing at the same time <laughs> so uh hold on let me read this right black adam is edgy right that's gonna be a that's gonna be a pj thir- pg 13 movie where it was very much like say the dark knight Oh, okay. Now I'm understanding. <clears throat> so he's saying that um, Black Adam is going to be a PG D- PG-13 movie that's kind of like The Dark Knight, Batman The Dark Knight, and where that pushed the edges of a PG-13 movie, you know, as far as the, the violence, the blood, and the killing. Um, I think we do not... I think we do that very much with Black Adam. We have a very high kill count in our movie. That is from producer Hiram Garcia, who is working on Black Adam, which Black Adam is supposed to be coming out pretty soon, starring The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I mean, to be honest, Marvel—I mean, DC movies are, are just not very interesting to me. I mean, for the DC movies to come out and not be that great. The only ones I've loved is the, um, is the, uh, the Dark Knight series, where you have the Dark Knight, the Dark Knight Rises, and the Dark, uh, I forgot the names of all of them, but yeah, those are the only good Batman movies and the good DC movies that I've liked, that I've seen. All the other ones that come out, I mean, Shazam was okay, it wasn't that bad, uh, of course, I haven't seen Justice League, the Snyder Cut at least, and so I could be missing out on that, but I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's just for the DC fans who are, if they even exist. 
In other news, uh, Dwayne Johnson's movies will no longer use real guns on set. <clears throat> this is coming from The Rock, the Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, I can't speak for anyone else, but I can tell you without an absence of clarity here that any movie that we have moving forward with Seven Bucks Productions, any movie, any television show, or anything we do or produce, we won't use real guns at all. We're going to switch over to rubber guns and we're going to take care of it in post. We're not going to worry about the dollars. We won't worry about what it costs. And that's from me from Johnson himself. Uh, for those of you who do not know, this is coming out of the light of Alec Baldwin accidentally shooting a director or movie producer uh, on set with a live gun. That was supposed to be a prop. Um, and uh, that happened about two weeks ago. And uh, in the midst of that, you know, a lot of people were talking about, you know, real guns being on set and being as props. And if you ask me, to be honest, why is a prop gun even a real gun? Like, shouldn't they be fake in the first place? Like, there's no reason. Like, I understand people want reactions of, like, how a gun is being shot. But... I mean, uh, they should have been fake from the get-go. They should have been fake from the beginning. Don't know why people are using real guns in the first place. And at the same time, why is it loaded? If you if you're not if you're if you're filming a scene, and even if you know that you have to shoot it, why are people around? It shouldn't be loaded up in the first place. I mean, and at the second place. The very first, very first place, <laughs> they shouldn't be real. <laughs> like, oh man. If anything, get like a, a airsoft gun, you know? They won't, I mean, they, I mean, they probably could kill you depending on how close you are. But if anything, this shit's going to hurt real bad. And then after that, you're good to go. But uh, I don't know. I mean, that's just me. I'm just, I mean, I'm tucking out of my ass, I guess you can say. <laughs> But I don't know. Uh, speaking of Batman, the Batman Batman synopsis says Bruce Wayne begins as a no better than a serial killer. Robert Pattinson delivers a raw, intense portrayal of Batman as a delusion, desperate vigilante, awakened by the realization that the anger consuming him make him no better than the ruthless serial killer he's hunting. Uh, so that's going to be the main storyline for Batman. If he's going to start off as being, you know, killing people and doing bad things and realizing, wait, I shouldn't be doing this. I'm just going to be as, I'm, I'm just as bad as these guys if I'm killing. So we resort, resort to no killing, <laughs> I guess. Spider-Man No Way Home will bring back two more classic villains. According to allegedly leaked photos from Empire Magazine, Spider-Man No Way Home issue two issue two wait two classic Spider-Man villains and their original actors are returning, one from The Amazing Spider-Man and one from Spider-Man Three. Link in the bio to find out who they are. I did not click the bio. Sorry, but. They're supposed to be characters that we already know from previous Spider-Man movies. Um, the Amazing Spider-Man, 
I'm trying to think who was there. Maybe the evil Harry Osborn, or maybe Rhino as well. He was in that movie. So they might bring him. Uh, from Spider-Man 3, the only one I could think of that's uh, loved and be wanted back is Sandman. I'm trying to think, unless it's the other evil Harry Osborn. What, what if it's... What if all Harry Osborns are in the movies? Because <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man has an evil Harry Osborn too as well. That'd be interesting to see. But to say classic, to say classic villains. So the only ones that come up to mind is Sandman from Spider-Man 3 and Rhino from Amazing Spider-Man. I mean, it makes sense. It's not hard to think about. <laughs> um, also, Tom Holland pitched Sony on how Spider-Man could join the Venom-verse. Uh, I just drove over to Amy Pascal's house and we sat there for hours pitching movies how we would do a film without Marvel. Does Peter fall through a portal and then he's in the Venom world or do we do a Craven the Hunter film? That's coming from Tom Holland. Because of course, if people don't know by now, most people are treating this Spider-Man No Way Home as the last Spider-Man movie for Marvel. Um... There's been going back and forth with the rights of Spider-Man and whatnot. Uh, they kind of resolved it last year or two years ago. Whenever we didn't know if we were going to have more Spider-Man, they settled on something. And then here we are again talking about uh, Spider-Man of whether or not he's going to be in the, uh, in the in the universe anymore. So, uh, but... You know, uh, Tom Holland's still on contract to make movies as Spider-Man with Sony. So, uh, if anything, we're still going to get Spider-Man. We're still going to get Tom Holland Spider-Man. It just won't be with Marvel. Uh, which kind of sucks. But, you know, it is what it is. <clears throat> Shang- Shang-Chi 2 is reportedly a go. Shang-Chi 2 reportedly in development at Marvel Studios. That was... Announced on October 27th. So, uh, working on Shang-Chi 2 already. First one was pretty good. I liked it. I liked it a lot. And then moving on to the last news that we have. We are going to talk about Eternals. Now, the move, the... The news, I'm sorry. The news that I have is before the movie even came out. It came out last, or a couple of days ago on Friday. I already went to go see it, so I can't talk about it. Well, I'm not going to talk about it deeply, but I'm going to talk about... Anyways, we'll move on. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, the, the news is, comes, out, comes out before the movie's even released. Uh, and uh, IGN gave it a score of 7, saying, Eternals is beautifully shot and terrific, terrifically acted, but it bites off more than it can chew in its third act. Eternals is sprawling across scenery, across centuries, you name it. Director Chloe Zhao's immortal epic dances across timelines and alliances with ease. Though despite this spectacle of it all, the latest Marvel film falls victim to the old just because you can doesn't mean you should. In some areas, for our advanced spoiler free review, check out the link below. Of course, that was a couple of days ago. But yeah, they gave it a score of 7. Um, which is probably what I would give it after watching it. Um, but also, 
about the movie, Eternals has the lowest Rotten Tomatoes score of all Marvel films. Um, Eternals is currently the lowest rated film in the MCU. Kind of sucks, but I also agree with it. Like, I understand why it was. Because, well, I'll get into it in a bit after I finish all the Eternals news. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, Eternals is... Okay, I already said that. Um, but yeah, uh, Eternals had a 57% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, uh, making it the only MCU film to be considered rotten. However, more reviews could come in and reverse this. Um, but the the lowest MCU before this movie was Thor The Dark World at 66%. Uh, which makes sense because Dark World was not was not great at all. Uh, I I did not like it. And, uh, and then last but not least for this movie, Disney reportedly isn't censoring gay superhero for Eternals international release. Uh, reports suggest Eternals has been banned in Saudi Arabia and some other Middle Eastern countries, likely due to it featuring the MCU's first openly gay superpower character, Fastos. Uh, it appears to it appears Disney has opted not to censor scenes featuring the character and his family. Uh, I don't know what the rules are. I don't know what the. I mean, I understand they have beliefs, uh, but censor. I mean, it's just two people. I I watched the movie. It's nothing bad. It's nothing like so like scenery that you have to say close your eyes. Like I don't know. But I, I do understand, you know, that people in the Middle East have their beliefs thinking, you know, nobody should be seeing this or seeing that or whatever. And, uh, I mean, it's totally cool. It's totally fine. I agree. I mean, I understand. But, I mean, it's nothing bad. It's nothing bad. I mean, all they did was kiss. And that's it. But, uh, I don't know. It, it, each to their own, I guess you can say. But, uh, but yeah, after all that, after watching the movie as well, it's not a bad movie. It's not your typical Marvel's movie, but it's also not bad. Um, it's more of a storytelling movie, which I know people are not used to. People don't want to see that. They want to see action. They want to see fighting. But you also have to understand that it's, um, I guess you could say it's an origin movie. People need to know who these people are, where they come from, and why are they so important. It's all very understandable. But it's not a bad movie. It's just not very action-y. I mean, you did get, you do get some action. A little bit here, a little bit there. And then, of course, at the end of the movie. Um, but, uh, like I said, it's, it's more of a storytelling movie. And people are just not used to that as Marvel. It's not a bad movie. I would recommend to go see it. It's actually funny. I loved it. It's it's not bad. It is kind of long though. I will say that. Because I was talking about that when I when I heard about this being the third longest MCU movie. I was like, bro, like we don't even know anything about these characters, and it's this long. Uh, it better be good. <laughs> and uh, I mean, it was decent. It's not bad. I would recommend to go see it. They introduce a lot of new characters, not just the characters that we know on the on the cover, 
but also during the film and even after the film in the end credits so i would i would recommend for y'all to go watch it it's a good movie Here in Gaming News, we're going to start off with Marvel's The Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, it's a video game now. <laughs> they made a video game. Uh, IGN reviewed it, gave it a score of 8. And the reason why is because Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy nicely balances a goofy, action-filled adventure with some genuinely heartfelt story moments. And the choices you're given can add some surprising personal twists to your particular playthrough. Its combat and level designs are relatively simple, if still consistently entertaining, but it's the relationships and banter between its characters that keep everything fresh and as they evolve. Um, it isn't going to set the world on fire, but Gardens of the Galaxy is still another convincing argument for how much fun a linear, no-frills, single-player campaign can be. Uh, and that's coming from IGN. They're saying that because a lot of people do not play single player games anymore. A lot of people like to play online. They like to play multiplayer games where they can play with their friends and just goof around, which is understandable. But some people like to play story mode games where you have to explore the world and figure out where you're supposed to go. Um, Am I one of those people? I used to be, not anymore. I like to play first-person shooter, like to play online. But uh, every now and then I'll play a single-player game. Like, I've started so many of them. I started Uncharted. I have the whole Uncharted series and only played the first one. I don't even know how far I'm into that game. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I started that one. God of War, The Last of Us, all these games that I started and never finished. Um, but yeah, I actually seen uh, Courage, uh, the streamer guy who streams on YouTube. Uh, I Courage JD, that's his full uh, streamer name. Uh, I actually seen him play this game, and uh, it looked interesting. Uh, he explained it to where you don't play as all the characters; you're only playing as Peter Quill, uh, but you're able to control the other characters as well. Um, here and now and then, they just. Uh, react to your commands, but yeah, I didn't give it a score of eight. So, if you're into single player games, check that out, should be fun. And of course, I'm sure they're gonna be uh, having the same personality as the Guardians of the Galaxy characters in the MCU movies, so should be fun. Moving on, PlayStation 5 has officially sold 13.4 million units. Sony reported 3.3 million consoles were sold during their second financial quarter of the year, the second highest quarter in sales for the PS5. And for some reason, I do not want to believe this. I love PlayStation. PlayStation has been my console since the beginning of time. And beginning of time meaning my lifetime. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't want to believe this. I, I, I refuse to believe this. Why? Because you can't find any of them in stores. <laughs> like, how are you selling all these PlayStation 5s when you, you can't find them at stores at all? I mean, I guess you can order them, but uh, what? I don't know. I still haven't planned on getting a PlayStation 5, even though I could have when they first launched. Uh, but I never get consoles when they first come out. They always have 
problems, bugs, and of course that happened with the PlayStation 5 when it landed in homes. So I don't know, maybe next year. Maybe next year we get a PlayStation 5. Unless I get one for Christmas this year. <laughs> Xbox imagines gaming in 2042. We'll have 32K resolutions, 480 FPS frame break. Uh, and an ad promoting Battlefield 2042. Xbox released a video imagining what gaming will be like on an Xbox in 2042. Suggesting it'll be powered by a quantum computing, feature a holographic UX, have more than 70 titles at launch, and be fully backward compatible. Of course, 2042 is what, like 20 years away? I mean, it's possible. I mean, look how look how much we have accomplished in the 20 years that gaming has been a thing. Well, of course, gaming's been a thing longer than that. Um... Because even our parents, or my parents, had video games when they were young. It was the Atari. And so we've grown from one little button and one joystick to 500 buttons and two joysticks on a controller. Or if sometimes people play on the PC, so you don't even need controllers. You just need buttons and a mouse. So yeah, I mean, it's probably possible for what they're imagining for the future. Uh, as far as it's being a thing it's very impossible to come up with uh, of course if we don't have the things that they need now to create that but of course you know along the way we might find it 2042 like 20 years how old would I be 40 I'll be almost 50 and I'm pretty sure I'll be playing video games still probably VR <laughs> so I don't have to uh, move my fingers too much. <clears throat> Fortnite servers are shutting down on November 15th in China. Um, I read the article for this. And the reason for it is because China is has like strict rules for younger kids playing video games. They actually have... Uh, they enforce these rules hardcore to where they only play like I think it's like three hours a day and only like three days out of the week uh, which is fucking crazy but <laughs> but uh but yeah Fortnite's are starting shutting their servers down in China and the reason for that is because nobody is playing their games over there or they're playing their games but there's not not that much and so it's like why even have these servers going running while nobody's playing you know, or hardly anybody's playing, at least Fortnite. And because also, Fortnite sucks. <laughs> I stopped playing Fortnite a long time ago. And, um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it kind of sucks for the kids in China who love the video game. But at the same time, it's like, I understand Fortnite's, um, position because, like, why have it running when nobody's using it, you know? Also, with Fortnite, players are excited for leak no-build game mode. And honestly, it might get me back into the game. Uh, this no-build game mode is supposed to be where, you know, you're not able to build and protect yourself with wood, uh, with forts. It's going to be straight-up FPS for a uh, first-person shooter. where It's going to come down to gunplay. And uh, usually, that's where I win. That's, what, that's how I was winning games in Fortnite. Going, like, straight-up. If I had to build, I was just building around myself. Just to protect myself, but I couldn't build a five-story hotel 
to keep up with these pros and other kids who were better than me. Because I'm not going to lie. The kids were better than me. I can't deny it. But when it comes down to just straight up gunplay, I can win those. I can definitely win those. Forza Horizon 5 is a deep and known card nirvana for rev heads and auto geeks to endlessly collect, tinker, and experiment. It's also an extremely accessible buffet of racing spectacle open to everyone no matter their driving skill or mechanical knowledge. That is coming from IGN, giving it a score of 10 for, 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 uh, uh, sorry, for Forza Horizon 5. Forza Horizon 5 is a long haul, MMO inspired racer that's exploding with more races, activities, and event types that can comfortly, uh, that can comfortably fit on some parts of the map. And yet it still always feels relaxed rather than daunting. For IGN to give it a score of 10, I'm a, I mean, I want to check this out. I, of course, I need an Xbox to play this game. It's only available on Xbox or, or maybe if I get uh, the Microsoft um, thing on my laptop, I could probably play it too as well because uh, you can't play P, uh, Xbox games on PC. But yeah, I've been looking for a new racing game. I know uh, there, there was a Hot Wheels game that I've been wanting to get. I'm still waiting to get, you know, money's kind of tight, so I'm still waiting. Maybe uh, next weekend will be possible. But uh, but yeah, I've been looking for a new racing game. Uh, of course, PlayStation has Gran Turismo. Uh, there are Need for Speed games out there, but they're just it just doesn't feel good to me. It doesn't feel right to me. Because uh, the last Need for Speed that I had, that I played, that I loved, was Need for Speed Underground. It's the best racer game out there. Besides Midnight Club. Uh, and of course, those were PlayStation 2 games. I haven't had a good racer. I haven't. I, I used to be into the racing games. But there hasn't been a good one out lately. So yeah, I guess I'll just get an Xbox and play this game. <laughs> Now, in the last latest news, we are going to talk about Apex. Apex Legends had a new season come out on Tuesday uh, called Stormpoint. And uh, along with this, they released a new legend, Ash. Pretty cool. Not going to lie. I played as her. I've only played on the one day, the day it came out. Uh, I haven't played since. So it's been... Almost a week, yeah. <laughs> Almost a week since I played Apex. But uh, but yeah, they changed a lot of things. They added, they added a new map, Stormpoint, and I fucking hate it. <laughs> it's a good map. It's beautiful, well built, but it's too fucking big. Like, I can land somewhere without anybody, without any enemies around me, and it will literally take me the whole game to find one person. I, this is like it's cool. I get it. They wanted to reduce third parties, but golly, I can't find anybody. <laughs> they released a new gun in the game as well called the car. It's an SMG that takes heavy and light ammo and can take any attachment from either side, heavy or light, um, which is kind of cool, I guess. Uh, I used it, it's very hard for me to manage. But I also think it's just because I just need to practice more with it. Or also, too, when they when the game when the new season launched, 
uh, Apex messed up where they forgot to add aim assist for console players uh, when the season launched. Um, meaning PC and console players were at the same level. And uh, it, not gonna lie, it went to my head because <laughs> I was like, if we didn't have aim assist for that period of time, I think it was the first two days that they that console players didn't have aim assist. And I was just thinking like, bro, like I was doing high damage. I got one win uh, for the season. I was like, bro, that just lets me know that I can hang with the PC players. <laughs> not gonna lie, it went to my head. <laughs> But, uh, but yes, also the main big thing, too, that changed for uh, Apex Legends was the rank system. Uh, Apex Legends rank system is, uh, got a complete overhaul for the new season, making the climb a little bit easier. Uh, the RP cap will be increased, but you no longer need to win to hit the cap. What that means is that <clears throat> they changed the, uh, the cap of kills from six to seven and uh they also changed the uh, the the rank points uh for the po position you land at and for how many kills you can actually get before it was six kills or assist and number one rank uh, you win the game you get a max rp of 250 points that's the max you can get with this new rank system they give an example of where if you die, if your whole team dies at 7th place and you have 12 kills, you can still get the max RP. How? They have an extra point system depending on who you kill. Meaning, who you kill as in the other player's ranks. So say if you're a silver 2. And you kill somebody who's gold or higher. You get extra points for that kill. Because you kill somebody who's supposed to be at a higher rank, a higher level than you. If you kill somebody who's a lower rank than you, of course, you don't get that many points. You don't, sometimes you lose points. Because you kill somebody who's, you're being a bully, <laughs> basically. But, uh... Yeah, I mean, I really don't know how I feel about that. I mean, of course, I like it because it will make it easier for me to rank up. I don't have to rely on other people to take to, to try to win the game. I can just focus on me and my kills, and that's it. But it also kind of sucks for the people who actually grind for the game. I mean... It is what it is. I've actually played ranked already. And I've seen the the measurements. And I don't know. Hopefully we can hopefully we can get past platinum this time. <laughs> Cause I've been stuck in platinum every single season because I solo queue. I play by myself. I play with randoms. And sometimes the randoms are just straight up ass or they just do not want to cooperate. And uh, it sucks. It really sucks. But with this new rank system, I don't have to worry about them. All I got to do worry about is just getting the kills and staying alive. That's it. Moving on to sports, I'm going to start with the World Series. Uh, so on Sunday, 
Astros and Braves were playing a game five. Braves were up three to one. And uh, that game, the Astros won and forced the game six. So they brought us back on a Tuesday uh, to play here in Houston, the Houston Astros. And uh, the Astros didn't show up. They forgot to come to the game. And so that why uh, the, that's why the Braves won the World Series without even having to try. No, I'm just kidding. But the Braves did win. <laughs> Braves did win, and the Astros really did not show up. They put no points. They lost, I believe it was 5-0 or 7-0. And uh, it really looked like the Astros just did not want to be there. They they Were they even trying? We do not know. But uh, it seemed like they were... I have no idea what they were thinking. I don't have no idea what they were trying to do. But the Astros just were not here to play the game. And uh, that's why the Atlanta Braves won. And uh, to be honest, a lot of people are saying, you know, if Astros were going to play like this, they should have just lost game five and let, ended it there. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. I guess next year we will see what happens because Astros are losing some key players like Carlos Correa, uh, who's going to be a free agent. And uh, actually, the Astros have, have offered him uh, a contract already. It has not been determined whether or not he accepted it yet. Or at least I haven't seen anything, but I, of course, I'll keep y'all posted. Um, but yeah, the Atlanta Braves are the 2021 champions, World Series champions, the MLB. Moving on to football, quarterback Jameis Winston has uh, torn his ACL and MCL and will miss the remainder of the season. This happened last weekend uh, on Sunday, of course. Uh, James Winston, who plays for the New Orleans Saints, will no longer play because of his injury. And along with that, Derrick Henry, as well, will undergo foot surgery and could miss 6-10 to 10 weeks, which is basically the rest of the season. Uh, now, he could be back for the playoffs if the Titans are there. More than likely, they will be, considering the AFC South is fucking horrible. <laughs> I mean, the only competition they really have is the Colts, and the Colts aren't really that great to be honest so Tennessee Titans are going to win that division and uh, they'll be in the playoffs and they're going to be hoping that Derrick Henry is there with them ready to start but in the meantime while Derrick Henry is out the Titans sign Adrian Peterson he's a seven time pro bowler and uh, he's been signed to the practice squad and he they plan to uh, elevate him to the active roster uh do not know if they actually played him. They actually played today. Uh, wait, what's today? Yeah, today is Sunday. I, I'm losing track of my days. Sorry. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know if they played. I didn't really keep up with football. Like I said, I was asleep the whole day until like 3 p.m. <laughs> kind of forgot to set my lineup, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, Adrian Peterson uh, is going to take in. It's going to hold that spot for Derrick Henry until he gets back. And other news, uh, Rams waived Deshaun Jackson uh, last weekend, or on Tuesday, actually. Um, I guess he wasn't doing that great, or they just weren't uh, connecting him and Matthew Stafford. But, uh, but yeah, sorry, Deshaun Jackson. Maybe the Houston Texans can pick him up, because they do need receivers. Or they can pick up this guy, Odell Beckham Jr. Because the Browns has released Odell. Uh, they were trying to trade him before the trade deadline, which was Thursday. 
or Wednesday uh, this this week that just passed. Uh, nobody wanted or they felt like they weren't getting good offers for him. And uh, Odell pretty much didn't really want to play for Cleveland anymore. They just wanted to be out. Um, but yeah, because um, even the Browns coach, Kevin Savansky, reportedly told his players that Odell Beckham Jr. is essentially not on the team right now. And of course, that was after the deadline, the trade deadline, but before today. And uh, of course, they traded, I mean, they released him uh, before today. And uh, so it's it's a wonderment of where Odell might go or where Odell is going to go play. Now, if, I, now if I'm Odell, I want to go to a team that has playoff potential, that has the potential of winning a Super Bowl, but that actually needs receiver to where he's going to play, where he's going to be the number one guy. Uh, if you ask me, maybe the, uh, the Ravens will be a place to go. Buffalo Bills could be a place to go. Uh, of course, if we're talking about strictly playoff potential teams, the Rams might need a new uh, wide receiver. They do have Cooper Cup and uh, Robert Woods, although I don't really hear much about Robert Woods. So if they do add Odell, they might have a higher chance of scoring. Uh, they did just release Deshaun Jackson, and it could be. It could be two things, whether they release them because they want Odell or they release them because they're not using him that much and they don't need a new or they don't need another wide receiver. The Tennessee Titans is a good team that he might go to considering all they have is Julio Jones. Who's the other wide receiver? That? Is it Corey Davis still? Or he's with the Jets. I can't remember who the other wide receiver is. That's not doing too well. But, but more than likely, Tennessee Titans... They're going to the playoffs. Like I said earlier, AFC South is not great. There's no one there to challenge them. It could be a good fit for Odell Beckham. I mean, of course, Ryan Tannehill is the quarterback. But, I mean, I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, Any other teams? Maybe the 49ers. 49ers do need receivers. Uh, New Orleans Saints could be another team. They do have Michael Thomas coming back pretty soon. Maybe in two weeks. Uh, but I mean, they lost uh, James Winston for the backup. Trevor Simeon's pretty decent, not that great. Uh, I would say the Giants, but he's not gonna go back to the Giants because fuck that. <laughs> uh, and then maybe the Patriots as well. Patriots need receivers too. Of course, they have a rookie quarterback, Mac Jones. Whether or not they make the playoffs, I mean, they could. They ain't gonna. They're not gonna take the number one. Uh, they're, not, they're not gonna take the division. Because the Buffalo Bills are there. The Buffalo Bills are going to take their division. But they could sneak in in the playoffs. Uh, I, I, I could see that happening. Um, but other than that, the only other team I see is the Raiders. And maybe the Packers. But I don't think Packers will be wanting to get them. Uh, so Raiders are pretty much the only other team that could be a possibility for him to go to. So the teams are Tennessee, Raiders, 49ers, Patriots, Saints, and really, those are the only teams. Maybe you could throw Buffalo in there. But as far as being a playoff potential team and him starting as well. <clears throat> now, in other sad news, NFL star Henry Ruggs III was involved in a fatal car accident. Raiders Henry Ruggs III involved in a fatal car accident and to be charged with DUI resulting in 
death. So he was in the accident. He was speeding in his new Corvette. He was drunk. He was, I think he was going, I think they said at speeds of 156. Uh, and I think crashed into a, uh, a RAV4 who happened to have a 23-year-old woman and her dog uh, in that car. And it resulted in her death. I don't know if she died on impact, but the car did catch on fire. And she was trapped in there. I don't know if anybody tried to get her out or whatnot. Uh, but she did end up passing away. And um, right now, I think Henry Ruggs is looking at, I think, 40 to 56 years in prison. And uh, and it kind of sucks. He's a rookie. He's a rookie in the NFL. And now all of that has been taken away from him because he made one stupid mistake. People, if you're going to drive, if you're going to go drink, please do not drive. I know I shouldn't be talking because sometimes I do it. I don't do it a whole lot or I don't do it anymore. Uh, but if you know you're going to consume a lot of alcohol, you're going to be drinking a lot, please do not drive. Not to only save your life, but save other people's lives as well. It really sucks. It really sucks that you you, you made it. You had a goal to make it to the NFL and you make it. And now all of that stripped away from one decision. It's really bad. In other news, while owner Cal McNair has reportedly told people he would like to deal with the quarterback, the Texans are reportedly prepared to hold on to Deshaun Watson past Tuesday's trade deadline. Of course, this was last week. And they did. They couldn't find anybody to trade for Watson. And they were talking to the Miami Dolphins. And it seemed like they were going to or they wanted to. But they did not. And the reason for that is because... Watson is dealing with all these allegations that he was touching girls inappropriately or talking to them inappropriately. I can't remember what exactly was going on. But uh, he has lawsuits against him. And uh, and that's the whole reason why he's not playing this season with the Texans. That's the whole reason why he wanted to be traded. Well, I don't know if that's the reason why he wanted to be traded, but he wanted to be gone in Houston. And I uh, said, Miami is the destination I want to be at. Uh, but no teams could come to an agreement with the Texans to trade for this guy. They want to wait until uh, all the lawsuits are done, until he has none anymore, uh, to see what happens. And uh, I mean, it's not like the NFL is preventing him from playing either. He could be playing right now for the Texans, but he's just being a butthead and does not want to play. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, hopefully they can find something to suit for that guy because I'm, I'm tired of hearing his name and hearing him how he doesn't want to play for the Texans anymore. It's like, just just get rid of him. Release him. Just do that. Release him and you don't have to pay him. Well, I'm pretty sure they said that, but... <laughs> oh, well. <clears throat> the Atlanta Falcons star receiver has announced that he is stepping away from the game of football. Calvin Ridley announced that he's stepping away from football to focus on his mental well-being. Uh, I, I, I don't... How do I say this? I don't uh, mind that that he's doing that. Of course, I mean, of course, I don't mind because it's not me. <laughs> I'm not playing the NFL. But it's because. But what I'm trying to get to is that because I've seen a lot of NFL players talk about this about their mental health. Um, I know uh, Marshawn Lynch was. I think he was one of those people who started the trend of talking about mental health because he's the one that 
promoted of making sure that you take care of your mental, your mental well-being. Rob Gronkowski was another player uh, who retired from the game. Of course, he's playing now again with um, uh, the Buccaneers. And uh, but yeah, this is another player that I've seen uh, in recent times talk about their mental well-being. And uh, he he doesn't feel like he can uh, compete with his teammates and doesn't think that's fair uh, for him not to go 100% on the field uh, when his teammates are. So he just removes him from the situation. He's still with the Falcons. He's still with the team. He's just not playing with them. And, uh, and until he feels better, until he feels like he's ready, he's going to start playing again. Uh, but it kind of sucks for the Falcons because the Falcons are not a great team to begin with. But <laughs> it is what it is. And then last but not least, we have a little bit of basketball news, a little bit of controversy coming from Clutch Points from Facebook uh, on October 25th when I took this news. Uh, Skip Bayless couldn't help but compare LeBron James to Michael Jordan again after LeBron Nation and Cameron... Uh, when LeBron Nation's LeBron James. LeBron James and Cameron Payne exchanged words during the Lakers and the Suns' latest encounter. Um, and Skip had said shows you these players don't respect LeBron nobody would have dared to say that to Jordan of course I don't know what uh, Payne said uh, but I skipped Bellis on Cameron Payne and to be honest a lot of people talk shit even to Michael Jordan but Michael Jordan was the person to shut them up with his gaming with, the, with his way of playing basketball and LeBron James needs to do the same. Like, uh, like you're playing a basketball game. Of course, it's competitive. And people are going to talk shit. We do that all the time on the court. Uh, at, at the park. It's a thing. Skip Bayless needs to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't even know if he's ever played any kind of sport. In any kind of sports that you play. People are going to talk shit. It's just a way of being competitive. Ain't nobody scared of LeBron James. That's all the whole reason why they play. Uh, that's the whole reason why they say shit. Nobody. I mean, some people were scared of Michael Jordan, but people still talk shit. <laughs> but the thing is that Michael Jordan will shut them up. LeBron James. I don't know what he does. Ennis Cantor caught out. Ennis uh, Cantor. He's a power forward or maybe a center for the uh, Boston Celtics. Uh, but he called out Nike for supporting forced labor in China. He's just added Michael Jordan and LeBron James to the equation. He says, how about I book a plane ticket for us and let's fly to China together. We can try to visit these slave labor camps and you can see it with your own eyes. King James, Jumpman23, you guys are welcome to come too. Uh, I'm not sure how this like why this is a thing or why this whole situation came about and why he's talking about China and China slave I mean what's it called uh, labor camps yeah or yeah he says slave labor camps um but you can't blame Michael Jordan LeBron James or can you I mean do they know from the get go like who's making their shoes and their stuff I mean I don't know I can't really talk about that I don't know too much about it but I mean, you can't just call them out. I mean, they're just, they received the contract. They received the brand to make shoes and it is what it is. I don't know. 
I don't know what to say about that. Despite being teammates with Shaq on the Lakers, Gary Payton had this to say on the Shaquille O'Neal, Hakeem Olajuwon comparison. I think Dream was way better, and Shaq had a lot of power. The Dream had a lot of shake-a-bake. He could fade away on you. He shot free throws. He did a lot more. That was Gary Payton saying that Hakeem Olajuwon is a little bit better than Shaq, or maybe a lot better, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I would have to agree with him. If you compare the two, uh, of course, Shaquille O'Neal had more power. He's He was a force to be reckoned with. If he was dunking the ball, get out the way. If he was going for a rebound, get out the way. If he's going for a save that where the ball is going on the sideline, you best get out the way because you're going to get crushed. <laughs> he was a force to be reckoned with. He had a lot of strength. But when it comes to the aspect of basketball and actually being able to shoot and be versatile, Hakeem Olajuwon was a little bit better. He had the shake and bake. He had a, his own move that a lot of people like to follow or a lot of people like to mimic to be better at the game. So, I mean, Elijah One was a little bit of a shooter, not a whole lot. He was a, a center for the Houston Rockets. and So I may be a little bit biased. <laughs> but, you know, um, but it's true. Elijah One had the shot. He can shoot from the outside. Mid-range, of course, but Shaq couldn't do that. He was just an inside guy. Uh, a guy in the pink all the time. Moving on, uh, Jamoran on his play this season so far says, I feel like it took me averaging 35 points a game to finally get on some all-star recognition. Jamoran been on his... Oh, that's coming from the Anyways, that's Jamoran uh, saying that a lot of people haven't been recognized him or not have, have not been giving him the... Uh, recognition that he deserves uh, of being an all-star and when it comes to being an all-star in basketball it, it's really tough it, it, it sucks because you have a crap load of players in the NBA and only 10 maybe 15 or, or 12 are voted into the all-star and is on the all-star team that get to play during the all-star weekend it sucks it sucks there's a lot of good players a lot of good players that do not get put into the all-star uh, lineup which i i feel like needs to change i think it needs to change because of course you know you always got the same players in the all-star every year um most of the time and um but for all these new like, young players that are actually performing and actually doing good that actually should be in the all-star team it, it really sucks it really sucks for them but I don't know. I don't know how to change that, and I don't know how. I don't know how to make it fair for all NBA uh, players. <clears throat> and last but not least, we have one last news of Marcus Smart speaking his mind during his post post game interview uh, back on Tuesday. Tuesday they just passed. Every team knows we're trying to go to Jason and Jalen. I think everybody's scouting report is to make those guys try to pass the ball they don't want to pass the ball and that's something they're going to learn of course marcus martin has always been a hothead uh especially with his own teammates as well um but he's kind of right everybody knows that jason tatum and Jalen are going to be the guys that that they're going to go to to score to try to 
create separation to get to the basket but they also need to learn how to pass the ball to be a team player to to play as a team that's the whole point of basketball and really to be honest the whole nba every nba team has lost that vision of playing as a basketball team the only team who hasn't the San Antonio Spurs. Of course, they haven't been to a championship in a very long while, but when they had good players and playing as a team, they were going almost every year. Of course, I'm talking about when they had uh, Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili, uh, and uh, Tim Duncan. That's the guy. <laughs> I'm trying to, think, trying to think of his name. Uh, but yeah. Uh, the NBA has uh, NBA teams has lost that sight. NBA coaches, I should, I guess, you should say, has lost that sight of playing as a team. Like I don't see any basketball team playing as a team. Um, the most recent one I've seen is maybe OKC going against the LA Lakers. Uh, both times they've come together to uh, win the game against the Lakers, playing as a team. Uh, but to be honest, no really, no team does that anymore. And they lost all the aspects of being a basketball team. Because most days, nowadays, and especially with the young kids, because uh, you see it in high school, you see it at the parks, everybody wants to shoot threes, everybody wants to be solo, they want to do isos, and it's like, first of all, you're not good. <laughs> you're not that good. <laughs> of course, I'm not talking about the NBA, but... Um, I don't know. Like, everybody just wants to shine. They, they want to shine on their own, and and it's just... It's really sad <laughs> for the game of basketball. I guess that's why I never became a pro. Because I'm a team player. <laughs> I can't do shit by myself. I can't do ISOs. <laughs> None at all. That is all I have for you guys today. Um... There's a lot of stories to talk about. Of course, it was two weeks worth of uh, news to get through. Um, but, of course, you know, the big main topic, Eternals coming out uh, this past weekend. Which, uh, like I said, I don't think it's a bad movie. It's a good movie. People should go watch it. It's, it's good. It's just not your typical Marvel movie. Your typical superhero movie. Where it's a lot of action. And, yes, it is a lot of talking, but... To me, it was intriguing. I mean, it kept me awake. I was into the movie. I was into learning these new characters and who they are and what they do and why they're here. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, go watch it. Go see it. Of course, I got to see it for free because, you know, I am, I'm a Cinemark uh, member and I get free tickets every month. Um, so if you, if you like going to the movies, that's a good thing to have too, because you get 20% off concussions, uh, concessions, concussions, what the fuck, why did I say concussions, uh, you get 20% off of concessions, uh, <laughs> concussions, lord have mercy, imagine if that was the thing, yeah, you get 20% off concussions, just don't have, uh, don't make it happen, <laughs> oh lord, I'm crazy, it's time for me to go to sleep, I'm trying to, it's time to go to sleep, <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, uh, go check the movie out. I think it's really good. And um, thank you all for having me. Thank you all for listening. Uh, I will be back. Hopefully, I'll be set up in the new place. And I, we don't have to worry about whether or not an episode is coming out. But if it doesn't, I need to be more active on my Facebook page. And let everybody know that uh, 
it's a thing that I'm not going to be posting an episode because of it. Um, but we should. There should be no reasons uh, why we are delayed. And um, so, yeah. Thank you all for listening. And thank you all for tuning in. And uh, go ahead and give me a follow on Spotify. If you're listening through Spotify, if not, then through uh, Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast, wherever you're listening, this podcast at, I guess I should say. <laughs> but uh, but also follow me on Facebook. My Facebook page is arguing with myself. Uh, you'll see the same four dudes, four mustache and four glasses. And um, also follow me uh, on my Twitch, Lone Wolf Kid. Uh, I have a Facebook page, Instagram page, uh, Twitter page, uh, Twitch page, YouTube page, which I actually posted my first YouTube video if y'all want to go see that as well. Uh, I have a link in the description in my Lone Wolf Kid, uh, I think all my Lone Wolf Kid pages, to all my pages. So wherever you find me at, just click on the link and you'll find all the other ones. And uh, that way you don't have to search everywhere. But, uh, but yeah, because also I do uh, podcast episodes as well on there as well. I plan on do I plan on doing that again. I plan on doing one soon. Uh, maybe if I'm all set up in the new place by uh, Wednesday or Thursday, uh, I can do a football episode where I've been actually planning on doing one. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Uh, if anything, maybe next week. But uh, but yeah, it's been your boy. Big Junior Three, aka Lone Wolf Kid, and uh, see you cats later. Why did I say cats? <laughs> I don't know. See you guys and gals later. Why I don't even see you guys. You can only hear my voice. I will talk to you guys and girls later in the next episode. Peace out.